Our scripture reading today comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 1 through 15. And our sermon title today is Thankful Again. This is the Lord's word. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What gain has the worker from his toil? I have seen the business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. He has made everything beautiful in its time. Also, he has put eternity into man's heart, yet so that he cannot find out what God has done from beginning to the end. I perceive that there is nothing better for them to be joyful and to do good as long as they live. Also, that everyone should eat and drink and take pleasure in all his toil. This is God's gift to man. I perceive that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. God has done it so that people fear before him. That which is already has been. That which is to be already has been. And God seeks what has been driven away. May the Lord bless us in the reading of his word. Good morning, everyone, once again. Why don't you guys wave to each other once more, say hello, say hello to the people on Zoom. What a joy it is to be here together to worship on this Thanksgiving Sunday. I know it's a bit chilly, it's a bit cold. It's a reminder to us that there are seasons, that we do have times of hot, humid summers here in Atlanta, and then we have these temperatures in the, in the low 50s that makes us shiver here at being Southern people. But either way, we see that God continues to provide that God continues to love us. He gives us the sunshine to give us heat. He gives us the rain that the plants may, be, may, may grow and produce food for us. And he gives us every good thing that we can be thankful for. For our God is good and our God is gentle. During these last two years over COVID, I know for many of us, it's been a difficult experience trying to sort of live day by day, be knocked off our daily routines. Each morning we wake up with anxiety, not knowing exactly what will happen at work. We go to work and things seem to be changing in terms of, of, of what is allowed and what is not allowed, and whether we can work from home or whether we have to come in to work. For those of us at school, where we're wondering, what's it like to, 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 to uh, uh, be a student online? And now that some of us has returned, it's like, what's it like to be a student face-to-face -face for the first 
time. But either way, day by day, hour by hour, anxiety and stress overcomes us. Some of us will look to certain books, like the book of Ecclesiastes, and we see this, this beautiful letter written by the philosopher Kohelet, uh, who many attribute to, uh, to Solomon, King Solomon himself. And Kohelet is a, a keen observer of life, and he sees life, and he sees how everything is toil. Everything is a chasing after the wind, that everything is vanity of vanity or meaningless. And for many of us over the course of this time of COVID, we've come to understand that and see that. For those of you who are college students, you might wonder, why am I paying X amount of dollars when I'm learning from home online? For some of us at work, we're like, why am I toiling so hard at something that I don't enjoy? For some of us, it's the first time we've been with our spouses or our families for a period of time. And there's joy in that, but there's also a time of, of understanding that this person is different from me. I love them. But there's still much work to be done. We've been knocked off kilter. And the letter to Ecclesiastes speaks to us. That school in the end is meaningless, that work in the end is meaningless, a striving after the wind. But we cannot end there, brothers and sisters. The church cannot end there. If we go down this path of deconstruction, if we go down this path of trying to find ultimate meaning in the things of this world, we will indeed find ourselves in the doldrums of depression. For God, why did you make all of these things? Now, some will say that the book of Ecclesiastes is simply that. It's, 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 a, it's a book of wisdom, of skeptical wisdom, of the fact that not all things work out. And that the book of Ecclesiastes is simply a downer. But Kohelet himself, the author, understands that even in the midst of knowing that all the reality of the created things cannot give us ultimate meaning and purpose, the author still sees good in all things. He still sees, still sees good in work. He still sees good in enjoying food and drink. Like I, I know you guys like that. He still sees good in the relationships that we have, even though he knows in the end, none of these can bear the weight of ultimate meaning and ultimate purpose. For those of us here today, just being a human being is taking a step back and even seeing just how terrible things may be. In your own being, the eternity that God sets in your heart. God has put in our hearts a measure of thankfulness to him for all things. And so I urge you to be thankful for the good things that God has placed in your lives. Be thankful for the schools that you go to, the opportunity to learn 
the opportunity to meet people and to understand what God is doing as he integrates you and, 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 and shows you new, new people and the way they work and the way they live, the way they love and the way they suffer. Rejoice in the work that God has given you, knowing that this work will never deteriorate into nothing. You are not at work and it's not going to be in vain. It never will be in vain, no matter how difficult it may look. But there is good in the work that you do. There are people that you are helping. There are lives that you are changing. There's an order that you're placing in this world that God is pleased with. And food and drink. Enjoy what God has given you. Enjoy the coffee that is before you. Enjoy the food that we're about to eat. And say, thank you, God, that every little good thing has been given to us, to me. Your orders, in terms of just being a human being, is not to allow your heart or your mind go down the road of seeing the, seeing the world as a, a terrible place that is not worth saving. To see your work as a terrible thing, just to sort of get through. To see food and, and water and, and drink as a, as a terrible thing, just to, just to sustain life. To see all the pleasures of this world as simply just not worth it. But your job as a human being is to know that even in the midst of difficulty, Enjoy and be thankful. Second point, you are not simply human beings. You are people made in God, not, and, 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 or people made in God's image. But you are people who have been saved by the blood of Christ. You have Christ in you. And your thankfulness for what God is doing should increase by a multitude because we understand that Ecclesiastes is right. There is no meaning in anything unless there is something above the heavens. And that is God himself. God himself who, who created and loved us. A knowledge that we know that God knows us and we know him. A knowledge and knowing that Jesus has lived amongst us, died for our sins, a knowledge of knowing that the Spirit lives in us and we walk with Him day by day. And all of a sudden, the, the way that we view creation changes. We look at creation not simply as someone who's made in His image and who can just by sheer um, being a, an image bearer know that there must be something more, but we know more. And we rejoice more. Let me give you an example. When it's your birthday, how do you celebrate your birthday? For most of us, we celebrate our birthday and we're like, it's, it's my day. Happy birthday to me. What, what presents am I going to get? 
this is a time to rejoice in, in me. Let's let's go out for dinner. Let's let's rejoice. And and that's something that any and every person on the face of the earth can say yes to and agree to. Now, if you're a mom, the moms will say different. Birthdays should be about me, not about you. What did you do? I did everything. So, children, thank your moms on your birthday as well. But birthdays for a believer should look different. And this is what I mean. Because not only as Christians, as human beings can we say, sorry, as human beings can we say, thank you, Lord, for creating me and making me. But we can also say to God, God, thank you that in Jesus Christ, that I am saved and loved by you. But now I celebrate my birthday in a different way because I realize that my being, how I was created, who I am, no longer testifies for a yearning that will never be satisfied. But my being now testifies that you are good and that you love me the way you made me. This is you. The way that you've given me gifts and abilities, that's you. The way that you allow me to, to, uh, to think about the world, to think about beauty, that's you. You made me. And now my birthday helps me to testify, by being helps me to testify that God, you are good. That I belong to you. There's a thankfulness to God in being a believer. Whereas Kohelet looks and sees creations and sees meaninglessness, but still has the inkling of faith that there must be a God and that it must be the God of Israel. You who have Christ in you can now look at all the longings that you have. Look at all the troubles that we've had in the last two and a half years. And instead of looking at those longings and say, and look at those troubles and say, well, I guess he's got to grin and bear it and just wait. We can say, Lord, the world is longing for something that we know that Jesus is the answer to. And we thank you that we can say yes to you and we see how you have fulfilled all things. Jesus has died for us in order that all the creation makes sense to us. Jesus has lived for us so that our own life makes sense to us. And so our joy and our thankfulness to God must always overflow. Brothers and sisters, I'm not a prophet, but I will say one thing. If life in the U.S. goes on like this until God comes, God returns, are you prepared to say, I guess this is the way it's supposed to be? If you start to realize that I can't depend on the world changing back to the way it was. Are you prepared to say, I need to be thankful about God and what he's done? 
know what he's doing. Perhaps God is testing all of our hearts. Are we thankful for him today? For what he has done and what he has given us? And I say to you, let's fight. Let's fight to be thankful. Be thankful for your spouses. Be thankful for your children. Be thankful for your, your parents. Be thankful for your friends and family. Be thankful for um, um, your work. Be thankful for your school. Be thankful for every opportunity God has given you to say yes to his creation and to yes to the salvation he's given us in Christ. Praise be to our God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your grace and your mercy in all things. We thank you, that Lord, that um, you have given us all that we need. Lord, we, we are humans, and, and you know, Lord, that when we get comfortable and that comfort is taken away from us, that we as your people are tend to complain. Or for some of us, we actually like this pandemic, and we're like, I want this to be like this forever and ever. Either way, Lord God, either way, Lord God, this is not good for your people, not good for us. We ask that you help us to be thankful in anything and everything, to be thankful, Lord, no matter what you throw at us, Lord God, to help us to see, Lord, that your hand is in all things. We thank you. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.